You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Welcome to the Black Catholic Initiative radio show here at Catholic Chicago. Uh, the radio program here for the Archdiocese of Chicago where we focus on black Catholic issues. Um, my name is Father Michael Trail, and I'm the host here for the radio show and I'm also honored to serve as the pastor of St. Thomas the Apostle Catholic Church in the historic Hyde Park neighborhood of Chicago. Over these last couple of weeks, we've uh, episodes we've kind of focused on different parishes in, uh, in the black Catholic community and different events that are taking place in our community. I'll be honest that for the last three or four episodes, we focused on the South Side, and so I think it's only fair that we take some time to go out West and uh, check out the West Side for a while. So today, I am honored to uh, have a guest on the show, Father Chris Krimsky, uh, who is the pastor of the Basilica of Our Lady of Sorrows on the West Side of Chicago. Welcome, Father Chris. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. I'm so glad you're here, Father, and uh, welcome again. As I mentioned, you're the pastor at the Basilica, and... um, you know, uh, I would love if uh, firstly you could just tell us a little bit about um, a little bit maybe about who you are. I'll give us a little bit of brief history of your pre- of the presence of the Basilica on the West Side, and uh, yeah, a little bit about that. Well, I'm a Servite uh, priest uh, from Detroit, Michigan, and I came from a, a Servite parish, and uh, it was longstanding with Servites. Uh, in education. Uh, we had seven priests in my parish. Our Lady uh, St. John Birchman's in Detroit, Michigan was the largest parish of the Archdiocese at the time uh, in the 50s and 60s. I went to grade school there, high school there, and then on to the University of Detroit, uh, Jesuit uh, University. Uh, and then I came into the Servite uh, Seminary. Uh, so I'm a uh, Servite priest of 39 years, and uh, 16 of those years I've spent now uh, here at Our Lady of Sorrows Basilica. And uh, our church, our basilica, has been here on the west side for 148 years. So we started uh, at the time the Archbishop gave us the property and uh, told us to uh, staff the parish here for him. And this was like the suburbs of Chicago. Uh, So west of us were wheat fields and uh, cornfields. So we were uh, the outskirts of Chicago at that time. Uh, Right now, um, over the 60s, 1960s, we had uh, a great influx of uh, African-American uh, Catholics in, in the neighborhood and in the parish. 
and we were very overjoyed to receive uh, such a beautiful community. Um, and, and they were with Puerto Ricans as well as Italians. And um, uh, over the years, we, we had many uh, revivals. And I think the Black uh, Catholic Conference was even held here uh, at one time in the 80s uh, at Our Lady of Sorrows Basilica. Uh, we're a large church, can hold over 900 uh, people in it. And uh, as they say, we're the best representation of high Renaissance Italian art in all of North America. And we were blessed uh, by Pope Pius XII uh, as a basilica in 1955 and was declared in 1956 by Cardinal Stritch. And uh, we're the first basilica of the Archdiocese of Chicago as well as the state of Illinois. So uh, we thank the Lord for that honor and praise of God and especially in praise of uh, his mother, Our Lady of Sorrows, who is the patron of the Servite Order. No, that's so, that's wonderful. Um, uh, Father, I did not know you were from Detroit. I am as well, but you're an Eastsider, and so I won't hold it against you. I'm a Westsider myself, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> no, but it's great. It's it's wonderful to hear when, when communities, um, you know, because you, you mentioned in your brief overview of the history of the Basilica, how in the 1950s and 1960s, you know, when African-Americans were moving out to the West side, uh, that, yes. the, that the Basilica uh, welcomed them. Um, can you talk a little bit about uh, just some of the, some of the, a little bit more about that, that history of black Catholics at the Basilica, you know, um, what was that initial transition like when that community was, uh, when, when, when our community was welcomed into the Basilica um, and just kind of some things that have taken place over the years. Well, the blessing was that we had a grade school and a high school here on the premises. So many people remember the uh, Our Lady of Sorrows grade school, as well as the St. Philip Benizzi High School, all boys high school. So that was a great uh, help and feeder of uh, people in the parish, uh, as well as to receive a wonderful education for their children. Um, so that, that was a, a highlight. And, and we all, in those old days, we had uh, teen clubs and dances, and many people remember the parish hall and, and some of the dances uh, that the teens had here, uh, which built a lot of wonderful community uh, vitality uh, in the parish uh, and the neighborhood itself. That's great. Um, you know, as, you, as you've been there now for 16 years, and obviously it's, it seems as though you have a... Um... Uh, a, a well-versed history on, you know, the development of Black Catholics on the West Side, uh, just in terms of from, from your from your perspective. Um, for those who uh, listen to um, who li who listen to our, our program both here locally in the Irish Diocese and beyond, uh, you know, sometimes the West Side can kind of get a bad rap, and so uh, maybe can you share a little bit about what the current state of affairs on the are on the West Side, and just to kind of see how the church is present in the midst of all that. Well, we're really of the East Garfield Park uh, area, and so many times when uh, things get related to West Side, it, it just kind of, uh, it covers a whole group, a whole large territory. Uh, and so uh, my section of town here, uh, 
on Jackson Boulevard between uh, Kedzie and Sacramento uh, is a redeveloping community. It's slow, but it's, it is redeveloping. Uh, people are taking a great pride uh, in their property, uh, redeveloping a lot of the houses, the gray stone houses are beautiful uh, in this area. Uh, there is uh, somewhat of crime uh, happening, uh, of drug uh, and, and things of that sort, but that's like all of the rest of uh, the city of Chicago as well these days. Uh, but we try to do social outreach to people. We have, uh, for the last 19 years, we've had a breakfast program for the homeless. And uh, of course, COVID knocked us out for a while, for two years, but we're starting back. Uh, we just had about 55 people come for the breakfast program. It's on a Saturday, the second and fourth Saturday of the month. Uh, and we serve fresh food. If one man compliment and says, Father, I don't get sick on your food like I do on some of that old moldy stuff they serve us in, in, in the shelters. Mm -hmm. So I said, well, God bless you and God bless all our benefactors that help us to provide for that fresh food. No, that's great. And it's, it's good to hear that, you know, that, that the church is still present uh, in, in the community and that the church is doing good work. Um, I'm I'm curious though as as you um as you think about um you know some you know we're post pandemic now or you know we're still coming out coming out of that um what are some ways in which the the church do you see being pre will be present <clears throat> excuse me um in the uh in the months and years ahead as your as your neighborhood redevelops Well the word is collaboration and uh, we can't do it alone and so we turned to the new parish of St. Martin, St. Agatha, as they uh, came together and united as, as one parish. Uh, we're trying to build collaboration with them about uh, social outreach, evangelization outreach, uh, as well as Christ the King High School uh, down Jackson Boulevard. And they actually send some of their students for Christian service project hours to our breakfast program. Uh, we had five uh, young students uh, with their chaperones uh, with us last Saturday for the breakfast program. So we're reaching out as best as we can. Uh, and uh, we still do the social outreach of uh, food uh, boxes for uh, Thanksgiving. We're giving out 100 uh, turkeys and 100 food boxes uh, for neighbors that are in need. Uh, they contact us uh, for the two zip codes, 60612 and 60624, as well as uh, Giving Tree. We have a Giving Tree for the uh, children, uh, and uh, we have tags that people take off and buy new toys and gifts uh, for the children. We also serve over 125 families uh, in that regard. So and we're with Bishop. Lombardo uh, with the social outreach that uh, he has for the uh, deanery as well as for the uh, vicariate. That's great. I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that there's so many uh, ways in which um, you're collaborating all together uh, to provide a good, good Christian work. So uh, we're going to take a short break and we're going to come back and continue our conversation with you about all the great things that are taking place on the West Side. We'll be right back. Thank you.
Catholic Charities Refugee Resettlement Program has been especially busy this year, assisting individuals and families who have fled dangerous situations in their homeland, including Afghanistan and the Ukraine. The Refugee Resettlement Team helps with everything they need to start to rebuild their lives in a new country, including housing, employment, clothing, food, English classes, and referrals for legal and immigration services. The refugees are tremendously grateful for the compassion and practical help they're receiving, and they're giving back and helping each other plan for a brighter, safer future. Volunteer opportunities are currently available for those who would like to be family mentors and tutors so children and adults can practice English. To learn more about these rewarding opportunities, call 312-655-7096. That's 312-655-7096. There is no doubt this life is short. It is in you I trust to spread your truths, your goodness, and love. It is you who will give a leader to our church. Who will fill these shoes? Join Catholic Charities on Friday, December 2nd for the 33rd Annual Spirit of St. Nicholas Ball at the Chicago Hilton. The Spirit of St. Nicholas Ball is one of the most elegant galas of the holiday season in Chicago, and proceeds provide critical funding for our programs and services into the new year. Families, friends, and work colleagues make a tradition out of gathering at this extraordinary black tie event to celebrate the Christmas season. Enjoy an opening reception, gourmet meal, and live entertainment courtesy of the Ken Arlen Orchestra, all in support of Catholic Charities. Don't miss this special night for a great cause on Friday, December 2nd. To purchase tickets for the Spirit of St. Nicholas Ball, visit catholiccharities.net slash events or call 312-948-6963. That's 312-948-6963. We're back here with the Black Catholic Radio Show. Uh, we're talking about um, Black Catholic events here in the Archdiocese of Chicago. Uh, specifically today, we're continuing our conversation with Father Chris Krimsky, who is the pastor of Our Lady of Sorrows Basilica on the west side of the city. Uh, Father Chris, um, you know, before our conversation, uh, we before our break, we Renew My Church was briefly mentioned and how there is now some collaboration between you and the newly combined parish of St. Martin, St. Agatha. Um, can you talk? Can you, can you share a little bit about what the whole Renew My Church process and what that looked like on the West Side for you all? Uh, bringing the energies together, there's so many gifted people in the three parish model that uh, it is smart to collaborate and especially to bring the two parishes of St. Agatha and 
and St. Mark the Poor's together because they have a, a similar liturgical style of gospel um, music and a, and a gospel uh, uh, mass celebration. We have a more traditional celebration here at Our Lady of Sorrows, uh, but we're going to learn from each other. And uh, I believe that's the, the blessing, as we call ourselves, the blessed side of Chicago. Not so much the west side, but the blessed side of Chicago. And I want to be specific about the, the spirituality here at Our Lady of Sorrows. Uh, we have a healing ministry going on with uh, the National Shrine of St. Peregrine. The National Shrine of St. Peregrine is located inside the Basilica of Our Lady of Sorrows. And so every uh, second and fourth, uh, second and third Saturday of the month, we host a healing mass of St. Peregrine. So we have uh, many people coming because they have uh, cancer or other uh, serious illness of mind, body, spirit, or soul. And we offer our uh, healing ministry of prayers and the blessing with the relic of St. Peregrine. And many people have uh, commented about receiving uh, blessings from God uh, through their devotion, uh, intercession of St. Peregrine in their life uh, today. So uh, I believe our, our blessing is to, uh, to be a healing blessing. And uh, we'd like to emphasize that, that anybody in the Chicago area who has cancer or serious illness to please come. Uh, on Sundays, we're here at 10 o'clock mass and we bless everybody at the Mass uh, with the relic of St. Peregrine, as well as the second and uh, third uh, Saturday of the month. Second Saturday is in Spanish, and the third Saturday is in English. That's wonderful. Um, you know, I, I've been to uh, the, the Basilica, and I've been to the Shrine, and it's, it is a beautiful, and, uh, it's a beautiful space and also uh, very prayerful. So I'm glad to know that that, that ministry is still taking place there for... Uh, the blessing of the St. Peregrine for those suffering from cancer. Um, Father Chris, I, I, I'm wondering, you know, since you've been at um, the Basilica now for, you said, uh, 16 years, you know, and, and our Black Black Catholic spirituality is is so rich and so vibrant and uh, such so, such filled with life and such spirit. I'm wondering, how has the Black Catholic, how has Black Catholic spirituality influenced uh, your own priesthood in the last 16 years? Well, uh, in a great way, I, uh, I'm an artist, and I picked up on the joy of the Lord through art making, uh, and especially of using uh, color and uh, different rhythms uh, in my painting, uh, acrylic art uh, painting. And we also offer a senior citizen uh, coloring uh, event uh, once a week on Wednesdays. Uh, people are invited to come at 10 a.m. And uh, with music, uh, we just color. Color is a great uh, way of a stress releaser and uh, uh, making something beautiful for the Lord, as Mother Teresa would say, uh, do something beautiful for the Lord. And we do one hour of coloring. And I even tell people you can color outside the lines. Huh? <laughs> so many people say, oh, no, 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 you got to, you know, be so restricted right. no we're we're very spontaneous artists and i have about eight artists uh, and the oldest is mildred julius and she's 92 years old and she's just very proud and, and the beautiful colors that she puts into her art making 
And uh, we even sell my paintings and my and the art making of the class uh, right. to provide for the breakfast program at Our Lady of Sorrows. Here's uh, some pictures of all of us uh, in the art making process. Great. And so we thank the Lord for this. No, that that's a that's a great gift um, to be able to provide a space for for your parishioners and for the community coming together. Um, you know, especially in a community that is. Uh, plagued with uh, difficulty and violence to be able to come to a safe space to be able to relax and to, you know, really um, be focused on the Lord and then also focus on just being creative. Uh, those are great gifts. And it's a wonderful that, that your parish uh, community can provide that space. As one uh, participant said, she says, this is my uh, support group. <laughs> she says uh, somewhat lonely and, uh, uh, she likes to mix with people, so we're chit-chatting and and uh, sharing stories with each other and laughing and getting those endorphins sparking because I'm an art therapist and I know that things can help people uh, make the invisible visible, making uh, the invisible Holy Spirit in us more visible in our art making. That's wonderful. Father Chris, you know, um, where do you see, um, you know, we're kind of looking forward to, you know, your, your post Renew My Church, um, you know, your, um, you have a history in the history and standing in the community. Where do you really see um, your portion of, the, of, you said you're in East Garfield, like, you know, where, where do you see your portion of the West Side going in the next five, 10 years? Well, right now, uh we're taking it seriously by having a strategy retreat uh, planning program in December. So December 17th, I'm calling all the parish leaders to come to a retreat Saturday where we can start the conversation, start the conversation of how we can mobilize and uh, reach inside as well as outside. Mm -hmm. So inside, how can we uh, collaborate more uh, to refresh people, renew people, uh, like an RCIA program. We're doing that parish-wide and right. not just individuals, but we're having a teacher, uh, Brother Arnaldo Sanchez, teaching us every Sunday after Mass uh, in a parish-wide RCIA program. We provide scripture um, pages in the bulletin uh, for people to take home for the week ahead so that they can prepare uh, reading the scripture uh, readings of the next week and prepare themselves uh, to come with with like Alexio Divina, uh, some reflection uh, on their own as well as in the bass itself. But you know, the outside, we're trying to again, mobilize uh, with other uh, uh, churches, Protestant uh, ministers, uh, as well as with the aldermen and uh, other politicians. Uh, uh, first, uh, also with the uh, police department and such to, to once again be a place of uh, help uh, spiritually as well as uh, uh, any other way we can be uh, a friendly neighbor uh, to others uh, on the west side of, of Chicago. That's great, wonderful. And this sounds like there's so many great things that are taking place here um on and your and your part of the kingdom and it's good to see that it's good to see the hope you know that um that you know that there's still vibrancy that there's still hope and that you know five years from now that they're that that you're going to continue to to 
build up the kingdom of God there. And that, those are all great things and great blessings. And so, um, you know, we're coming up to the end of our time here, Father Chris. And so I just I do want to say thank you very much. Uh, firstly, thank you for all the good work that you're doing uh, with the Black Catholic community uh, on the West Side. And then also, too, just uh, thank you for your for your presence. Um, you know, the the you know, whenever you drive down 290, um, it's always uh, comforting to, to see the tower of the Basilica because, you know, you're, you're getting close to the city. So, um, you know, thanks for being a, a great beacon of, of God's love and God's hope uh, and God's presence on, on the west side of the city. As they say, the light is always on in our tower. So you, <laughs> at night when you go by, you'll see the lit up tower. So we're there for you. That's great. That's great. Again, Father Chris, uh, thank you so much for being here. And I am Father Michael Trail, and thank you so much. And God be with you. And may God bless the Archdiocese of Chicago and the Black Catholic community. Take care. <laughs>